0: Hello and welcome to In the Odd, a behind-the-scenes look at the Michigan State University Department of Theater's productions and special projects. I am your host, Abby Taikaki. MSU's Department of Theater strives to train future practitioners of the performing arts to challenge and redefine traditional theater as an artistic response to an ever-changing world. This podcast serves to amplify the work being done to fulfill that mission. Today on In the Odd, we have MSU Assistant Professor of Acting and Movement and Certified Intimacy Director, Alexis Black. MSU Academic Specialist and Actors' Equity Stage Manager, Tina Newhauser and Stage Manager and Department of Theater alumnus, Chris Badia. They are here to discuss the creation of Stage Managing Intimacy, a workshop that Alexis and Tina are leading for intimacy directors and coordinator professionals. The course covers best practices and protocols that allow stage managers to support the creation and performance of consensual intimacy choreography. As you'll hear, this workshop has been a national collaboration of theater professionals and has evolved from the work Tina and Alexis did right here with MSU stage management students like Chris to write a stage management handbook that includes these best practices. Tina, Chris, and Alexis, hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. What is this workshop and what was the impetus? Like, how did it all come to be?
1: Well, I think we need to start back with the... the. Michigan State University movement and safety toolkit that Tina and I were building together with her advanced stage management class in what the, the spring of spring of 2019 time has no meaning anymore right now. Um, But yeah, when I came into Michigan state, the theater department here in 2018, part of a large part of my research agenda as an, an artist and an educator, was working with uh, the responsible partnering practices around staging intimacy. And I, I was much more student actor and director focused, either student directors or faculty, and in the way that I was coming at the work at that time. And, but as I introduced these protocols into the theater department here, Tina really brought my attention to how to rethink the way that support and advocacy for these important practices could come from multiple angles in the in the theatrical rehearsal hall and production, um, especially at the academic level at that time, and that having a written resource and a process around looking at this work from the perspective of the stage management students was, um, and from the design teams and crews were, was a really important element that we could focus in a little bit more on together and collaborate on. And so she invited me to her advanced stage management class at that time and working with how many people were in that five? Four. Four students. That was a, an incredible experience because, you know, teen, the way Tina works with uh, the process around stage management is so strong that they had so many amazing ideas already and in, in how they could incorporate these you know protocols into the work that they were already doing and ways we could expand it. And so it really was this team effort with Tina and the students to create that first toolkit. And that had dual focus of both violence, like uh, safety and partnering practices around staging violence and staging intimacy. IDC, who I was certified with and am certified with, the intimacy directors and coordinators, they reached out to all of the IDs and were looking for content that we were creating because you know we're kind of spread out around the country and we we centralize a lot of our work and we communicate a lot, but there's you know research and things that they maybe didn't know about yet and they were super excited about this work. Um, But I don't know, Tina, do you want to add anything? I'm I'm just talking away
2: yeah the perspective from my perspective uh, when I first uh, started mentoring stage managers at the department um, there was no handbook for the students in regards to how they as stage managers student stage managers should do their job in the environment of msu um and so they would you know when I first started mentoring, they would ask me these very just kind of straightforward questions like you know how do I get department keys and you know just those types of logistical things and so the first thing I did when i um took over as the head of stage management was I wrote a a handbook on everything they could possibly have questions on in regards to doing shows at MSU. Um, And it was everything from the logistics to my uh, beliefs in how a stage manager should function in the rehearsal hall and how they should support that um, process, that creative process. Um, And so it was quite substantial, but when Alexis came on board as faculty, That was an area that I hadn't really uh, considered and fleshed out in this handbook for my students. And so having this advanced stage management class to me seemed like the opportune time to bring my uh, BFA stage managers who were um, juniors and seniors and are, well, uh, yeah, uh, they were upper level uh, students um, and bring them into the process of looking at what it means when you're doing intimate work and, and that in the rehearsal process, what does it mean to support that? that uh, creative endeavor with the actors and the director and the intimacy director, um, and how can stage managers um, understand what they need to do and, and how they can best support that process. And so I invited Alexis in so that we could learn from her perspective as the intimacy director, but look at it from the side of stage management. So how best can we support what the intimacy director will do with the, the performers and the director will do with the performers and how can we just kind of support that process. Um, but we had to start at the beginning. I mean, we had to um, look at what it means to just, what does intimacy mean and then work through all of that. And so it became um, a semester long kind of process where she would come in the classroom and we would talk for the class and then she would leave and we would take a couple of weeks to work on the toolkit. And, and so it's kind of like a supplemental um attachment to the handbook, uh, but it's really focused on the movement and uh, intimacy work.
1: I think maybe what was so unique about this was that codification process of writing this all into a written resource that's very clear and, you you know, set up in this like a handbook format and that everything is set up in um, kind of a timeline format. So it's really streamlined. The stage managers can look at specific sections of the process, you know, pre-audition process, to when you're in the early rehearsals, to when you're in technical rehearsals, to when you're maintaining a sh- a during the run, kind of separating it out in, in such a specific way, I think was formatted from Tina's level of expertise in in these areas and, and the amazing students who helped us format this, not just in that class, as Chris was in that class, but he's also been helping us with, the, with this expanded written resource that we're using for an upcoming class. So I think this is something that intimacy directors and, and other intimacy professionals have been thinking about, but we've really taken a, a very focused look at this specific relationship between stage managers and intimacy directors and um, where they can Work in harmony to create a really wonderful environment for everyone involved.
2: Yeah, because I mean, timeline. When we're speaking, like the class we had with my students, where we were working on this, was in the spring of 2019. But IDI was officially formed. Was it 2016? It was. So it was yes. only a couple of years prior. So, um, you know, that that official approach of intimacy work really hadn't been formalized until 20 late 15 2016. So. Um, this is all relatively Correct. new within the environment of entertainment and film and TV and theater.
1: Yeah, I do know that talking with with my colleagues in, in IDC and as we've been building these courses that we've been working with and then the handbook and then that possibly translating into a, um, or our plan is to translate this into a more full scale um, text that that stage managers can have as a resource. It's just been um, really exciting to all of them. They're like, they'll see the work that we're doing and be like, yes, this is exactly what we
3: needed.
0: I would love to hear from Chris about the experience of helping to build this handbook.
3: This work is so important because stage managers are the advocate for our actors. And I need to know how to communicate with my intimacy director and know how I can best service my actors and make sure everything involved in intimacy direction is there for them and they feel comfortable and safe creating the workbook was a lot of fun. Um, we all worked together. We all kind of went through section by section. Each of us had like a different responsibility for each section and we found information, resources, things that we thought about, like how does gender play into intimacy direction. And we were able to create what we thought was a very holistic, cohesive, like workbook. And just working on this process has been so much fun because this work is important. It's not it may be brand new, but it's not going anywhere and it's only going to grow and expand. And knowing how I can work with the intimacy director is going to be a very important job as I go on.
0: Tina, could you speak to how the handbook has been implemented at MSU and if there have been any notable successes or big aha moments in the process?
2: Um, well it was under construction, I would say, uh in twenty nineteen, um and now we're in uh twenty twenty and we've gone under covid lockdown and we were actually um i was really excited for Marion, which was a show we were slated to do last year uh because there were a lot of uh things within that play that would involve an intimacy director and and different styles of movement and um and so I was really looking forward to that and then we you know came under quarantine and everything kind of went on lockdown so We haven't really had a chance yet to implement and approach things in the performance side.
1: Um, I do think there's been a couple of of instances that I've noticed actors speaking to the, the stage management support. I know that in Into the Woods in, which was in before we had COVID lockdown in, in February and one of the actresses who was on our previous In the Odd podcast uh, had talked about the the impact of the intimacy work and having the intimacy calls and and all that was completely supported by Brianna uh, Kubiak. I hope I'm saying the last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say. she,
2: yep. She was the stage manager on that show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and the rest of the stage management team who helped support those movement and safety calls, they were working with both moments of, in, of intimacy and violence and they that was very well handled. And Troy, of course, in, in Troy Gears, who was my uh, stage management, production stage manager, but unfortunately the show ended up not going past rehearsal three, I think. But um, his prep was really great. Like the way that he performed his pre-production analysis, which is a whole uh, spreadsheet of everything that might be needed to be looked at as far as props and and moments of the lighting and and costume changes, and then in that, because of our work together with with Tina, there was these intimacy and and violence moments, and he had that all prepared for me to look over, which was a cool new experience. I'm usually providing that to stage managers, and that was really nice to know that 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 was just common knowledge now in the room, and. Um, I think Chris, you know, was working with consent practices in Twelfth Night, too, correct?
3: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We had a couple moments of fight scene, a little bit of intimacy. So we would do a lot of rehearsal um, check-ins, check-ins during the process. And luckily, excuse me, something caught in my throat. Luckily, one of the students who was one of the actors in the fight scene also had a really big, expansive knowledge in the background of fight uh, coordination. Eloy Gomez, I think his last name is. But he was also really able to come in and help you. Help facilitate that process better?
1: Yeah. So I think that something that's great is that there's consistent mentorship in the department in these different areas. And so that is actually already, even though we're just on the cusp of starting to put these protocols and practices into place, the excitement for is there, the enthusiasm is there. And uh, there's been a few instances where we've been able to to dip a toe into what the Environment might be here in this community now that we're implementing these new um, uh, resources and and just a different way of thinking about all of these uh, movement these moments of movement and at um, it, what we call extreme physical storytelling. <laughs> so it's it's really really was amazing to watch and I I think that especially thinking about moving forward with having physical work, whether that be movement or eventually, you know, coming back to where we can be more than or less than six feet apart and, and involve physical touch. It's going to be really important for us to be thinking about, um, the process around physical touch and to have a group of stage managers who are ready to support that when we get back in the room is going to make that feel a lot safer for our actors post COVID as well.
0: Yeah, if we have to search for silver linings of the the whole pandemic um lockdown corn isolation experience, um maybe that it is giving us this moment to pause and really start to consider these kind of things. Um, which is why it's really cool that IDC is is delivering this workshop um taught by Tina and Alexis. Um, Could you talk more about when that workshop is happening? Um, What is it exactly? How can people get involved? What will they learn from it?
1: Tina and I worked with Sarah Lozoff, who is a resident intimacy director at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, or was before they were um, shut down or furloughed due to COVID. Um, But she is the first full-time Um, employed resident intimacy director at a major festival like that. So it was really amazing to work with her and uh, Chris Bolinder, who is the production stage manager, uh, or was at the time at at OSF. Uh, So we had really amazing collaborators who who helped us focus, you know, um, and expand upon the work that we had already done on the handbook. And um, we came in with this plan for this you know the the timeline format of the class and and they were really integral to our work there and that was all overseen also by Marie Percy who is the uh, director of education and training at intimacy directors and coordinators so this has really been a national <laughs> project and a national collaboration and it's so cool to know that the students at MSU are part of that you know national and international trend and at the forefront of that um, but Tina, do you want to talk about the class? <laughs> itself? Yeah, it,
2: uh, it's It'll start in uh, mid-november. what's the exact November date? 16th November 16th. Yeah, and it'll be two days a week. Um, and each class will be about an hour and a half, twice a week for um, for three weeks. We kind of work around the Thanksgiving break there. Um, um, but it's all on the IDC website. Um, and we will ju- it, it'll be it's structured similarly to the to the toolkit or the handbook where we you know start with defining intimacy and, and the history of that, and then going through the production process and looking at it from this angle. so pre-production work, rehearsal, tech, uh, performance, maintaining the show and then through closing. And so we do that in a, in six classes uh, starting then in November.
0: And just so we can get it in there, if you want to sign up or just check out more information about this, it's on the IDC website, like Tina mentioned, which is idcprofessionals.com. And then you can click on their Educate link, which is right there at the top menu. Scroll down to Multi-Week Courses and you'll find Stage Managing Intimacy. That's the uh, course that you're looking for.
3: Um, I'm really proud to be working on this project. It's been so exciting to work with Alexis Black and Tina Newhouser again, and especially in this... (laughs) new virtual setting. Um, I had the luxury of working with Alexis on the sexual politics series. I'm just happy to be working on with her in a more academic setting versus a more pr- uh, performative setting.
1: We are so lucky to have you on this project. And it's not over yet. <laughs> We're going to translate this all into a, a book form. And, and um, just so excited that, you know, you, you all, you and uh, other stage management students and Claire are going to be so integral to this project that's going to have that that national and possibly international reach, and um, you just deserve to be uh, seen for, for that work.
3: Thank you. It's, it's very much an emerging project, but it's not going anywhere, and it's going to only strengthen and get better as time goes on, as more people adopt these practices.
1: Yeah, we talk a lot about best versus available practice and what we do, because this is, it does feel like we're, we're sending out, um, these, you know, warrior advocates in a way, you know, not in an aggressive way, but just to go, Hey, this, this wave is coming. We're, we're, we're here at the, at the cusp of it. And for them to go, Oh yeah, that wave is here. Um, for that to happen at the, at the, at the start of a rehearsal process for the students that come out of Michigan State University theater department will just um, continue to increase their their positive reputation and the the empathy and the the you know the culture of care that we have here at Michigan State I feel like is really um, you know made clear by this work and the type of artists that we can send out if we are introducing this while they're they're still in school you know the the students are are, our future, you know, as faculty members, we are still working here a lot, you know, it's a research one facility, but really the students are who we're sending out into the, into the world. And they're going to, you know, I I mentioned a drop in the bucket earlier. They are going to be those, those ripples that really change the industry. And um, it's cool to, to feel like Michigan state could be the start of, of a lot of those um, ripples and, It just, I'm just really proud to work with people and Tina and um, our whole department in this way.
2: Yeah, for me, just having the students understand what it means to be that supportive force in the creative process um, in any environment theater or film or TV or, you know, wherever it happens to be just understanding what it means to support artists that come from any where or any culture or any, you know, just anywhere where we can all support that creative process together and and put the art above all. And um, to me, that's where the enjoyment and love of theater for me lives in that, that building of that creative environment and that supportive environment. And so that's, you know, paramount to me that people understand how their impact and their effort and their understanding and their respect can really change the process for the better and ultimately build something new and special within that creative endeavor. And it's, that's uh, the power of theater and art, I think.
0: Thank you to the MSU College of Arts and Letters and Department of Theater Chairperson Stephen Benedetto for supporting this project. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect official entities of Michigan State University. This has been In the Odd, a Michigan State University College of Arts and Letters podcast. You can access every episode of In the Odd at theater.msu.edu forward slash AUD. We'll be back soon with another behind-the-scenes look into what happens at 542 Auditorium Road in East Lansing, Michigan, on Until then, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay six feet apart, and go green, Go 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 white, go white.